At the thrift shop? Yep. Figures. Were they still in the original packaging? They were. Ladies and gentlemen, Padded Room Podcast is back on the air. My name is Darian. I have returned for another week of horror bullshit coming right to your faces. Jason Harrell is in the house. In the hills. What's up with you, man? Uh, nothing. And, uh, no. Same old bullshit. That's nice. What's That's a new nice and change. exciting with you? Um, I've coached my first flag football game. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I won. We won. Nice. I, I'm going to take full credit for this one. You should. I feel like I should. I think you brought the boys to victory. Dude, I Oh, and girls, I guess. There is one girl. Yeah. I didn't make it to my car after the game before the angry emails from the parents started rolling in about whose kid got to play how long oh, and what position... And all the other horse shit that comes with it. Yeah. What the fuck, man? It's kind of a blowout, wasn't it? it? Uh, no, it was uh, 14 to 6. Was the, the in, in score? Well, we do, won. Do, Who gives a is shit? Is it we traditional won. scoring? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Basically, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we got uh, two touchdowns and one two-point conversion, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, there, yeah. You know? Nice. We did it. Good job. Be happy. Some motherfuckers, man. I give you full credit. Well, thank you very much, Not those little shitheads running around with the ball. They did well. They did very well. The ones that played. (laughs) The shitbags I kept on the bench. (laughs) Listen, you sandbaggers. Hence the emails. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Right on, man. What's up with you? Anything cool? Uh, Nothing but uh, hanging out with you dorks over the weekend. Of uh, course. Watching some football. Um, That is entertaining. I'm going to get you interested in football. (laughs) I, I actually... If you sit me down to watch a game, I mean, I probably watched more of that game than any of you probably you guys. Yeah, and uh, it's actually, I get more pleasure out of it because I don't have any skin in the game. Right. So I can just appreciate a good play. Yeah. From either side, it's usually better that way. Whereas with you guys, somebody's normally weeping in a corner. That's what happened. And you know, I, I said I calling was calling foul. Sorry. And yep. Unjust. That's why I make it a point not to watch my Minnesota Vikings play Mm -hmm. as much as possible. I'll watch any other game. I love the sport. I love, you know, the athleticism and all that. Yeah. But when my Vikings are on, I'm either a screaming jackass or I want to punch somebody in the face. But either way, I'm not a fun person to be around. I understand (laughs) that. I understand that, Jason. How unfun is it, though, to, to be so invested in a team that you can't even watch? I mean, I can watch it. I just need to be alone in a room uh, with no with weapons. My hands handcuffed and some duct tape over oh, okay. my mouth. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, it's you know, I need to be comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be the Eagles and the Chiefs in this year's Super Bowl, buddy. Who do you like? 
Oh, let's see. Uh, which one has the prettier uniform? Well, define pretty. <laughs> Yuck. Uh, I have no idea. No, you're not interested I, at all? It's I, Kansas City versus Philadelphia. I will show up here okay. for Super Bowl, okay. and I still won't be able to tell you who's playing. <laughs> well done, sir. <laughs> your your staunch anti-football uh, stance or is pretty much sports. <laughs> Sport, yeah, but really sports in general. Yeah. I love it. Right on, man. Well, we got a horror show to get into here. Good. We got horror news, listener mail. None of this stupid shit like football. <laughs> Something somebody actually cares about around here. How about some horror news, dude? Let's do it. Horror news. What you got? Anything? Not a single damn well, thing. Well, all right then. I'll put that <laughs> coffee right back where it goes. Uh, trailer. I know you're not going to watch it, but I don't care. Trailers are up for The Boogeyman, which is the upcoming Stephen King adaptation. How's it look? Um, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Um, I know it has nothing to do. Remember that franchise from the, I want to say the late 90s? It's like three of them. They were called The Boogeyman. No. No clue? No, no. you don't remember that at all? Were they tied together? Uh, no, no. Well, you called it the franchise. So it, I, well, I, I mean, know. like the, the it's Boogeyman, Boogeyman Two, Boogeyman Three. Hmm. They there was like zero continuity. No, at all. All right. Well, it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> Good. And I'm glad that uh, that's because I'm not mad at those, but they're not the, they're not that great. It can't. It, I don't know. It kind of huh. reminds me of all of the damn Slenderman movies and uh, like just in title alone. Oh yeah. It, it's kind of what I build myself up, you know, for. Yeah, to see it is it's going to be like another Slender Man, or it's going to be uh, uh, the Knock Knock Man, or the Bye Bye Man. Yeah, Bye Bye Man. Uh, there we go. What else? Empty Man. Uh, it was some other ones. Oogity you Boogity Man. Yeah, well, that was a good one. I liked that one. Yeah. Uh, you know what the biggest offender of the franchise label is? What Prom Night? Yeah. First Prom Night was a teenage slasher. Mm-hmm. Prom Night 2 was basically this weird Nightmare on Elm Street knockoff kind of a thing. Uh, Prom Night 3, I think, had something to do with like a medieval knight <laughs> running around. It was bananas, Wasn't man. two Hello, Mary Lou? Mary Lou, Lou yes. Okay. Where she basically, some <clears throat> Freddy Krueger 1950s prom queen style thing came well, out. There's us. a reason I haven't revisited that. So. I mean, it's actually not a bad show, but it has absolutely nothing to do with anything. None of these movies do. Repeat offenders, uh, Jason. Speaking of repeat offenders, does the name Zach Kreger ring any bells? It does not. Director of Barbarian. His latest prog- project has been greenlit by New Line Cinema. It is entitled Weapons. I uh, a horror movie? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I, sounds think, interesting. I, I figured he'd probably be getting a little more money thrown at him. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm excited. I don't know what it's about. I hope it's not like some big anti-gun thing or something like that, which I could see yeah. with a name like Weapons. Um, are you are you still on the Showtime? Did, did your, you you got the free pass to Showtime or the 30-day pass uh, or whatever? I, I might still have another week. I'm not sure. Well, it's being folded into Paramount Plus, oh, Showtime okay. is. And because of that, uh, we've got some cancellations. 
Uh, of course. Of course. Uh, starting with... This is a Netflix move right here. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, Dexter, The New Blood. Thank already been canceled. Yeah. Was it that bad? I didn't watch it. No? I, no, I was so angry after the, after the yeah. series finale. Yeah, I get I that. just couldn't even pretend to get reinvested. Uh, Buddy was saying some good things about it. I was never a big Dexter guy myself, to begin with. Uh, also, they had a Let the Right One In show. Mm-hmm. That one was canceled. Already. Not only has it been canceled, but it has been totally removed from the streaming <laughs> oh, platform. Boy. Was it that bad? Did you get to check it out at all? No. Okay. I I mean, I've seen enough of that kind of storyline. Right, so. Well, you know what? Once you've seen the movie, yeah. what is a TV show based on? Well, once, yeah, you, once you've seen two movies. Yeah. Yeah, um, in America. Yeah, I don't know what else they could really bring to it. So I, I, I didn't have any interest in it. Okay, fair enough. And so fuck them. Fuck them anyway. <laughs> what else is Showtime good for? Uh, Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets, which I'm, I haven't seen, but you said was good. I don't really, I don't really know if it's your speed though. No. Yeah. Not enough boobs. Not enough. I just, I just don't think it holds your attention. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, if I can binge it, maybe. I mean, if I can marathon through it. Yeah. You know, that's where you lose me right Sarah there. marathoned the whole thing. Good for her. Yeah, it took like two days. She has a much better attention span than I do. Well, um, we're also exceptionally lazy people. There is that. So. And you don't have And we don't have kids, kids that we need to tend to. And soccer. And we're, and all this other horse shit. Yeah, having no responsibilities is kind of nice. I'm starting to feel sorry for myself, you <laughs> motherfucker. Lastly, uh, Full Moon. Features has just launched what they're calling a premium toy line. Okay. Which is going to be, uh, I'm sure, based on their films. Bigger puppet master figures. Another Ginger Dead plushie. You know you want one. Don't act like you know what they should do. They should make like, uh, you remember Mad Balls? Mm -hmm. They should make those but shrunken heads. But they all look the same. No, the shrunken heads were like the the little guys uh, flying heads. Okay. You don't remember? I don't remember. You don't remember I never watched Shrunken Heads. heads no. oh, okay. <laughs> what was the other one, though? It was like head, where you put all the heads in a case. Yeah, like a, it was like, I don't think it was called Head Case, but there was like a case and he would, Trophy Heads. Oh, boy. Wasn't that, that was another one, I right? didn't see that. Okay. That's, that, are you still with, on uh, Full Moon Streaming? Oh, no. Okay, No, good. absolutely not. I, I, like every four or five years, I'll hop on there and be like, oh, I'm going to marathon the evil bong. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Immediately, no, I'm not. <laughs> and then I start flipping through everything else they got, and I'm like, ah, this is horse shit. Shrunken Heads is, it's a completely stupid movie, but it's it's fun. Okay. Um, You know, Subspecies was okay. So, yeah, it was all right. Uh, just because it's so laughable, you know, every time he touches something with his long ass fake fingers, they just bend and he's drooling the entire movie because <laughs> of those oh, shit yeah. fangs that he can't close his mouth for. <laughs> I think they did arcade also. And, uh, arcade? that is a, that makes lawnmower man look like the greatest special effects ever. Is that the one with Emilio Estevez? I don't think so. There was a, there was a movie. I feel like it was some kind of an anthology thing. Where Emilio Estevez was like, he broke into the arcade after hours and started playing video games. It may have been. And then he got put in the video game because, <laughs> pew, pew, pew. I know it was terrible. It was, I guarantee that. Uh, that's all I got on the horror news. stuff. How about a little listener mail then? Heck yeah. Ooh. 
listener mail. Yes, sir. Listener mail coming right at you. I have a email and some voicemails. And let's start things off right here in Reno, Nevada. Let's do. Here comes the cowboy. Subject line, Into the Woods. Evening padded room. Hope everyone is doing well and made it in tonight. Just a quick one today with my meat hook. Number one, Evil Dead. It's a toss-up between the original and the remake. Number two, Cabin in the Woods. Just a fun movie all around. Number three, You're Next. Though Downrange I liked more. It only had four trees around. Yeah. Have you ever seen Downrange? No. That's not a bad show. Uh, Kids on a road trip sniper attack. Hmm. Keeps them pinned down behind their car on a desolate road. A uh, lot of really bad decisions yeah. being made in that movie. Yeah, all kinds, actually, now that I think about it. Uh, Kat says hi. She's dealing with tech issues, but she's still enjoying the show. Hope everyone has a great week. Catch on to Flip Cowboy. Right on, Cowboy. Kat, you get back to us whenever you want, babe. We're, we're not going anywhere. Uh, that was it on the uh, emails, okay. Mr. Harrell. All How right. about some voicemails, then? Let's get over to the funky old South, Jason Harrell. Here comes Alan of the Cha-Cha. Pat, what's up? What's up, Alan? Uh, Meat Hook. Yeah. Three Woods horror movies Woods. I really like. I'm going to go Wrong Turn. Okay, Wrong Turn. Cannibal Holocaust. All right. Technically, The Jungle is the Woods. I'll take that, sure. And number one, Evil Dead. Yeah. Um, I tried to watch Messiah of Evil, but <laughs> I fell asleep. I think I was really tired. I don't I know. Um, <clears throat> I started it, and there was that opening song, and next thing I know, I'm waking back up, and that opening song's playing, and the credits are running. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, that I hope everybody's doing good. I uh, will talk to you later. Bye. Beautiful. See ya. Thanks for calling in, Alan. Yeah, there's uh, a reason that you fell asleep. It's It's got like a slow... Kind of a move to it, you know. Oh, stop it right now! I said nothing. Stop it right now! I can feel the sarcasm oozing out of Jason Harrell. That's gonorrhea. Oh, well, it kind of tastes like sarcasm. Get your hand off of that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out to Anderson, Indiana. Coop Newcomb in the house. Hello, Darian. What's up, dude? Added room. Jason Harrell. Everybody, if you're there. No, he's not. Um, so called in. Uh, Forgot to call in last week. My bad. I got That's busy. Okay. Um, so the three on a meat hook. Yes, sir. I have. Where is it? Okay. Woodsies. Woods. I'm going to go with number three, The Howling Part Four. That's an obscure. Oh, really gross gore to it. Um, number two, uh-huh. uh, definitely Evil Dead. Sure. And uh, number one, I have got Cabin Fever. Cabin Just Fever. Overall fun and gross. Uh, it is. Um, also, I got to watch a series on Netflix called Brand New Cherry Flavor. Uh-huh. And, uh, it kept me interested uh, to finish it. Um, it's about a woman trying to break a deal she made with a witch. Uh-huh. Uh, decent gore, great special effects. And uh, if you haven't seen it, it's even got a woman that uh, pukes up kittens. So a lot of fun. That'll happen. Even a guy... Uh, Chick gets a vagina in her side that gives birth to kittens. The guy yeah. fingers it. And it's Don't freaking figure that white. That's frizzy. the wrong. That's the wrong. Anyway, um, that's really all I've got. Hope you guys have a good one. Can't wait to hear the next show. Right on, Coop. I watched that <clears throat> brand new cherry flavor. Yeah, um, definitely strong enough to you know keep, keep you going. going. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
and then, but then it kind of ends like where it would transition to a second season or a continuation. Yeah, I don't think that'll ever happen though. It's been out like four or five years now. Yeah, it's hasn't been it? a while. Yeah, we got to get caught up on that one. <clears throat> yeah, there's some wild shit in that in that show. <laughs> you know what's really wild? You ever watch uh, what is it? Sex, Death, and Robots? No, that one anthology. More of a sci-fi than a horror, mm-hmm. but there's some pretty good horror elements in there too. That one will blow your mind, Jason. I think I think the whole thing is animated too. Yeah, it is. That one will blow. And there's like some fucking stuff. Is there some stuff? There is some fucking <laughs> sexy stuff. Nothing beats cartoon sexy stuff. That's what I'm saying. Except my penis, <laughs> which beats quite often to the cartoon sexy stuff. Here comes uh, Tom Hardy. Hey yo! Hey yo! Padded room. How's my favorite degenerate? Pretty good. Week? We're here. I hope everyone is doing well. Hope you've had yourself a good week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Want to get in real quick? Uh, what do you, you think? Know, still got nothing on the fucking educating. Department. I made it. I, this Although, was a tough one. I think I have seen this flip before, and that's just going to piss me off even yeah, more. It could. It's a tough. It's um, new. On the what are you looking at department? It kind of. I think. I don't think I've seen a new flip or a flip. This year. Wow. Now, I was just thinking about that, man. I'm, like, fucking way far behind yeah, now. So i got some catching up to do. But I did want to get in on the meat hooks. And uh, I thought you guys had a pretty succinct list, you know. Sure. Uh, Woodsies. Blair Witch. Yeah. Cabin in the Woods. Maybe Evil Dead. Um, but so I just figured I'd throw out three other okay. really good uh, Woods cabin movies. Sure. And... Um, don't forget about uh, Final Girls. That oh, was a good one. Yeah, I, I had Summer fun camp. with that. That was enjoyable. Tucker uh, and Dale versus Evil. Yep. That's another on, good man. one. That's that a good one. Good shit. You're and bowling then, fingers. We're having a little too much fun. <laughs> what about the uh, the Witch? That was yeah. a good yeah. flick, man. I think that could be a modern uh, The Shining. And I, I know you guys both are huge fans of that, of course. Both of us. Huge but, uh, Shining fans. I don't know. That, that's such a good play. Anyway, hope all is well. Love you like family. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. Thanks Smoochy for calling Smoochie boochie. Thanks for calling in, big dog. I can see that, man. I can see... Uh, it, I mean, how do you feel? You liked The Witch, obviously. I Love think it. everybody did. <clears throat> did you ever watch The Lighthouse? Yeah. What did you think of that? I enjoy it. Okay. I'm uh, not smart enough. It is fucking crazy. It is. Um... But I do like it. Okay. I don't think I like it enough to watch it again. Never. Maybe <laughs> one more time. Um, but I enjoyed it. If somebody can give me, like, whatever it is that I missed in the lighthouse, I'll try again. I watched it. I'm sure there's some kind of a gay thing involved. <laughs> it has to be, right? I just assume that they basically... Found alcoholism? Yeah, alcoholism, uh, severe dehydration... They basically pickled their brains. Sure. They're hallucinating, going batshit crazy, seeing stuff. Right. Uh, that leads you to kill each other. Well, I know, but there's like a lot of like uh, when Willem Dafoe <clears throat> is being buried and he delivers this big biblical monologue. That feels like that's there's supposed to be some kind of a context to that. See, somehow. I had the pleasure of not thinking about it too much. See, and I got through it, and I'm like. Yeah. Duh. Oh, pretty good. Duh. Hey. <laughs> the guy works out. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't know, man. I just couldn't. I can't. I don't know. I guess I'm just not smart enough. All right, that's all we got in the listener mail. I, I think the performances are what really carried me through it. They are, but I don't understand them, man. That's the problem. I mean, I'm sure they're is like on an acting scale. Sure, magnificent. You're delivering these long-winded monologues full of emotion and fire and anger and sometimes uh, weepy, getting weepy. Great. Love it. Don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Don't know where we're going with this, to be honest with you. Yeah. Call me old-fashioned. Old-fashioned. I, I, like I like characters that develop and uh, plots that move. Okay. You know? That's just me, though. Maybe I'm just a crazy guy. Now you're just being silly. I also love sorority babes and slime ball bullorama. <laughs> yeah. So well, that. you have fully justified your, your statement. <laughs> and given myself credentials <laughs> as somebody that can opine on such a thing. That is all we have in the listener mail, my friend. Do you have anything for Alan, Tom Hardy, Coop Nukem, or the Cowboy? Thanks a lot. Let's get ourselves into a movie. Let's get ready to movie. Hey, what if he's okay? What do you mean? I mean, not dead. It's been seven months. If he's out there, it's not our problem anymore. In this place. Your dad really did a good job keeping it up, huh? Yeah, well, not much could pull him out of here. Do you have dad's keys to the office? What do you think's back there? This will find out. This is momentous. Shut up. Welcome, curious viewers. We found this like weird, probably banned VCR game. It's like a it's like a board game, you know, but you gotta watch it. Obtaining the four keys allows passage beyond the gates. Only there can your father's soul be saved. Did you just hear that? Where did you say you found this again? Hey, did you try to get into the house last night? Why? Did someone try and break in? Probably somebody was watching us. Look, uh, maybe you need to take a break from this for a while. We think our father bought this from your store. What if we just stopped? I'm not going to stop until we find Dad. And I suggest you play the game. Where the hell did this come from? Find your father. Take the final key. Become one with your new reality. That lady was smoking hot. I think I want it. Sure is now. Yeah, that is Beyond the Gates, Jason Harrell. Sure enough he is. 2016, got 5.1 stars on IMDb, written and directed by Jackson Stewart. Stars Graham Skipper, Chase Williamson, and the Barbara Crampton, here in Barbara Crampton Appreciation Month in the padded room. Um, I gotta tell you, man. Tell me. Uh, okay, we all know Barbara Crampton. We, we love do. her dearly, but like, she, she's a working actress, and that's great. But I feel like she has fallen into the realm of the Tony Todd and the Robert England, where she gets booked for these little bit parts based on name recognition alone, mm-hmm. and a lot of these movies are crap. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I am sorry. I love her dearly. I, I still don't think they're as bad as some Tony Todd 
those uh, appearances, will but appear uh, at the opening of an envelope. Yeah. Uh, I will. I will say this for where Barbara Crampton's career has taken her, she will pop up mm-hmm. like in a decent movie. Jacob's Wife, pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, Sun Choke, not bad. Not sure what that one's about, but it was a pretty good show. Even the one we just watched uh, last week. No, that was a bad. It one. was okay. No, you hated it. Which one was that? Uh, Dead Night. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong one. Apple Cart. Oh, the, uh, the Cthulhu one. That one was serviceable. I'll say it was <laughs> right. serviceable. Uh, the <laughs> Superhost. That one was all right. Yeah, sure. Just, she was in there for five seconds. Exactly. So, yeah. You know, you put so you can put her name on the poster. And then all of us, you know, late 40s hornbags show, oh, she's going to take her top off. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of these, though, it's like, get the, come on, man. Uh, Alone with you? No, no. All right. Well, this is uh, Beyond the Gates. Um, We start off in 1991, Jason, with the opening of a video rental store. A little mom and pop situation gave me the feels sure me too uh that was great and then we're going to cut right to present day Mm -hmm. in which we see that uh two brothers have inherited the video store which is now let's be honest an extinct species pretty pretty defunct and uh they're they're there to open the place up because their dad who owns the place has been missing for seven months and uh, I guess we're on the verge of having him declared legally dead. So we need to get in there and, you know, do an inventory, see what we can sell, that sort of thing. Uh, the two brothers, John and Gordon. Uh, Gordon gets there first. These two don't like each other at all. Rightfully so. You know what I mean? I've, one of them was a right prick, and the other one was like kind of a listless loser lovable type kind of a they probably guy. recognized that neither one of them could act and, that, uh, that is an issue so like this guy can't act that's it boy. fuck yeah. him he can't <laughs> act i can't act if, well, there can only be one non-actor in this film uh so i mean all right so gordon shows up first and he is like the well-to-do of the two brothers uh he they, they pretty much hit us over the head with this guy Button-down shirt, little overweight, clean-cut, glasses, all that stuff. Then the other brother rolls up, and he's wearing one of those army jackets. <laughs> Not the army jacket. That is a go-to for scumbag. You know what I mean? <laughs> all he needed was a little hair gel and an out-of-place accent. Hey, it's me over here, huh? Where the ladies at? Ah, <laughs> He's not a scumbag, he's just a loser. And the army jacket gives it away. So they get in there, they start poking around. This does not look like any video rental store I've ever been in. And I've been in many of them, Mr. Harrell. This place had a shit ton of inventory. Well, it did, and all the tapes looked like they were tape overs. Like somebody just recorded numbers. Yeah, they were. (laughs) You can't do that, man. They were all just bootleg. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. There's like a copyright situation there yeah i mean there was a smattering of uh, like you know titles and this and that and other things and movie posters on the wall that i did not recognize a single one of um but uh it's it looked me to me more like a like a recycled records type of a place you know with all the vinyl and all that shit but uh yeah all the all the all the vhs tapes were like they had those uh beta or not betamax um what was that? Memorex. Mm-hmm. Uh, lab- like the label on the side. Handwritten labels on them telling you what they yeah. were. Yeah, you can't do that, man. 
I get it. Probably what happened was uh, they got into their budget and realized they couldn't afford to buy a bunch of VHS tapes. Yeah, heaven forbid you go down to the thrift store <laughs> where shit is 25 cents a pop. That's true. But then you probably have to like pay like a licensing fee to show that title on your movie, right? Could have just blurred. I mean, you could really read anything. You could have anyway. blurred it and you know just skim past it. It would have at least looked real, right? Without you know actually having to read the title, right? Um, this did not. It didn't. It it felt like a like a warehouse. It didn't feel like a like a movie rental place to me. Yeah. Would, would you agree? Yeah, it looked like. It looked like something I would put together in my own garage. Sure, yeah. but you're not gonna like you know people aren't you're not gonna let people wander in there to rent your movies, right? right? It'd be more like hey, you mean Harleywood Video. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my membership right here. Uh, so the thing is, though, is that they're poking around. We're digging into all these family issues. Uh, apparently, mom died not soon after the. Um, uh, place opened and then dad kind of threw himself into his work and that kind of put a rift in the family between the two brothers very cool uh gordon went off to become a successful plaid shirt wearer <laughs> and uh, unfortunately johnny uh was left here to wear his army jacket and hang around with a dude named hank what a dick hank was a fuckface. god what a bag of shit <laughs> gosh you know he's a turd because he <laughs> because he shows up with a uh, cut off sleeves, too many earrings, and a hairline that does not warrant hair gel. But he has chosen to apply it anyway. That thing was off the charts. Now, if if we looked at Gordon and said, "Here's your token scumbag," uh, Hank shows up and says, "Ah ah, not so fast, my friend." I will be the token scumbag. Yeah. Of this that movie. guy's just a member of the club. That's the president. This is the president. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, not soon thereafter, um, uh, Gordon's phone rings, and it's his girlfriend, and she's on their way. She's on her way up to help them go through all this shit. Um, again, with all this weird kind of, you know, oh, where were you? I don't know. Oh, Hank was here. You weren't. Blah blah blah. Family drama. Uh, dad's back office at the, uh, movie rental warehouse is locked and they can't find a key to it. Um, they're kind of looking around pretty soon. One of their old, uh, childhood friends show up guy by the name of Derek, who's now a local police officer. Did you recognize Derek? Nope. Uh, you'll know him as Riley from contracted, Mm -hmm. which is one of my favorite movies. Also, he had a couple bit parts throughout, uh, Larry Fessenden's, uh, Glass Eye Picks. He showed up in a movie called Mind's Eye. With, uh, it was uh, directed by Joe Bagos. Um, he, he's, he's got a recognizable face. And I've seen Contracted way too many times. Um, good be- good beat-off material? Uh, I mean, you know, there are some sensual scenes in there. Uh, he shows up. He's like, hey, I thought somebody was breaking in here. And they're like, no, it's just us. And they're like, oh. Hey, can I can I borrow these cop movies? And they're like, yeah, take them. They're yours. I don't care. Oh, okay, cool. And then he takes off. He'll show up again here as we get into the movie. But um, from there, they go home. They decide to spend the night at Dad's house. Well, actually, Gordon and Margot do. Did you recognize Margot when she showed up? I don't think I did. She was in last week's movie also. Well, <laughs> that ain't saying much. <laughs> Uh, her name is Bree Grant, and she played Casey in uh, 
that Dead movie Night. that Dead Night. <laughs> that other shitty movie? Or Apple Cards. <laughs> it's a bad sign when there's various titles to the movie. I don't think that bodes well. Uh, anyway, she shows up. She's hot in this one. I thought she was very attractive. Uh, she's Gordon's girlfriend, and she's way out of Gordon's league, but that's fine. Uh, she's like being supportive. Oh, how can I help? Okay. Oh, here's your brother. Let me meet him. Oh, here's his scumbag friend, Hank. And they have like a weird kind of exchange at the local bar where, um, Hank basically, uh, kind of hits on her a little bit and, but then they take off cause apparently Gordon doesn't drink and they're all ordering, uh, drinks and stuff like that. So it's kind of tense and. I don't know. I felt like if I had to flip a coin between these two guys over who the biggest uh, douche knocker was, it would probably be Gordon. Am I wrong? Would you agree? Is that the good brother? That's the glasses brother. Okay. Um, I don't know. He looked like a chode. He did, and he had. A, he was kind of a cocky asshole. He very passive aggressive. Yeah. You know. I feel like what. But, we're, but he's also got a dipshit for a brother. He does. But I felt like what we were going for here was a very David Spade, Chris Farley relationship. Instead, it was more like a like a Karen and a store manager relationship. Is more the dynamic between these two, I felt like. I don't know. I mean, I think the guy's kind of warranted in being fed up with his brother being a bag of shit. Sure. You know, always. It reminded me very much of my own brother. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, Are you the Gordon of your family? <laughs> same haircut. I love it. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't really like the guy, but at the same time, I I do feel like some of it is justified. Sure. Just because the brother, he's a do-nothing. He's a loser. And I don't have much time for do-nothings. Okay. Even well, though I li- really like to do nothing. And you're sitting in a do-nothings house right now <laughs> talking into a microphone. Uh, I just don't like deadbeats. I get it. I get that. Um so from there they go home, they go to bed. We get these recurring nightmare sequences of uh, what appears to be um, like a Norwegian death metal band member <laughs> kind of creeping around the house. And then we all wake up in a panic and a cold sweat. Very scary. They wake up, or Gordon wakes up after his nightmare, and he sees the office key on his nightstand. So the next day they go back there and they start poking around the... the uh, Video rental hut. There. I mean, it was your store. You could have got in the just, door. You could have just kicked it in. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Whatever, man. Uh, he's like, hey, I found the key. So they get back there and they start poking around. Just more videotapes, really. And then they come across a VCR board game, mm-hmm. Jason Carroll. Heck yes. Did you ever own any VCR board games? One. Which one? Uh, the blue box uh i think you and i played it at my house um oh atmosphere can't remember well it's it's but i think you had it on like dvd i do have it on dvd it's it's yeah these days i had it on i had the vhs original i think it was called nightmare back then yeah i think so yeah that's these days it's on blu-ray dvd and it's called uh atmosphere and i think okay. these if you can find a cop like a recent copy probably just comes with a link that you go to <laughs> right. right that's yeah. where we're at as a society <laughs> yeah. we have link games fucking assholes um i had one it's called doorways to horror mm, Jason. i'm intrigued could not tell you a thing about the game or how to play <laughs> <laughs> i can tell you that you put a v it came with a vhs tape and you put it in there and it would just run old public domain horror movie clips and I think there was you're supposed to like uh, capture the monster in the clip or something. I don't fucking yeah. know. 
I don't know, but I ordered it again. Yes, you did. I bought it again for a hundred bucks off of eBay. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes with a mouth guard because your wife is going to punch you in the face when she finds out you spent a hundred dollars on a VC- <laughs> on a VHS game. <laughs> we don't even have a v- VCR anymore. Yeah, guess who's going to bring his v- VCR out connected to a. 4K, 85-inch <laughs> television. These two losers, that's who. <laughs> and it's going to look glorious. It's going to look dumb as shit. <laughs> Our wives are going to make fun of us forever. That's fine. Uh, they find a VCR game back there, a VHS game, I should say, back there, called Beyond the Gates. So just you know, seeing what the hell's going on, they pop the tape in. Out pops Barbara Crampton in a very... Plan 9 from outer space, uh, gothy kind of a situation where she's like, Welcome to Beyond the Gates. <laughs> and then John, the loser, is like, She's hot. I'm going to keep this game. <laughs> you think John's ever had a girlfriend in his life? Not once. No, no. Probably owns a lot of uh, skin mags, but that's about it. Okay, so he's like, Yeah, okay. Uh, from there, we get like a touching little moment between the two where... Uh, Gordon's like, hey, you're still hanging around with Hank, that fucking loser. And John's like, hey, I needed somebody, and where were you? And he's like, I'm sorry. And I get it. They were trying to inject some humor into this with their dipshit, half-ass, handshake hug thing. They basically ripped that off of Step Brothers, right? I didn't I didn't think any attempt at humor landed you didn't in think this so? movie. No. Uh, there. I mean, I hope. I think if it did make you chuckle, it was, it was purely, purely accidental. Because we get into some very dumb shit here very soon, and I'll tell you more about it. But what happens is they decide they decide to let John stay at the house with him, uh, Margot and uh, Gordon. Uh-huh. Uh, John goes back there and he's like, "Hey, why don't we why don't we try this board game out? It's going to be awesome." So they pop it in, uh, out pops uh, Barbara Crampton again. You never know it, but the name of that character is Evelyn. I don't think she ever introduces herself. Yeah, I saw in the credits. That's it. Daily's home. So she comes out. She's like, welcome to Beyond the Gates again. But this time she's <laughs> Nailed like. Nailed it. That's, that's my total Barbara Crampton right there. But uh, this time she's like, if you want to find the soul of your father, you will play the game. And everybody's like, did you? Did he? Did she? Did we just, they just, you just said that? So they're all kind of freaked out. <clears throat> they go to bed, have more bad dreams, uh, but they actually like lay out the game board like they're going to play. And three little skull pieces show up at the starting point. Now, from this point forward, we get a lot of um, them coming in and out of the house and Barbara Crampton just staring at them from the TV, which is kind of hot, but a little creepy too. Cause, it's a VCR game. You can stop, rewind, <laughs> fast forward. And like they have a lot of discussion back and forth between the three main characters. Mm-hmm. And again, Barbara Crampton is just staring at him from the TV. Like, okay, well, let's let's skip to the rules or the tutorial or something so we can figure out how to play the game. Yeah, right? I was really surprised. And I, well, kudos, I guess kudos that it beat my expectations. But uh, I was really surprised that the, this game uh, didn't really force you to play. Like, it didn't really give a fuck that you were just sitting around doing your daily routine. Yeah. She would just stare she'll at just you. Wait. Yeah, yeah, she'll just She's wait. She's fine. Yeah, very patient. Yeah, very, very patient. <laughs> a lot of, uh, you know, 
Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of vibes going on. A lot of lurking. Very, very lurkful. How long would it take you to show Barbara Crampton your penis? <laughs> Not long at all. Not long at all. <laughs> so, uh, again, they go back to the uh, the video store. More family drama. Uh, they come back. Now they're kind of weirded out because, again, they walk into their house and there's the TV on. Uh, and the VCR is still playing and Barbara Crampton is still staring at them. So, okay, well, I guess we got, well, let's just try, let's just do a round here. So you got to flip a bunch of cards over. Uh, the first one they flip over is called the Drifter. Now, from the second they flipped it, I can tell you what was the picture on the other side. It was clearly Hank, right? Yep. They're like, oh, Drifter, what does that mean? And there's like a little X over his chest. And then they look at the starting point. There's a little X and the starting point looks just like their backyard. So they go running out to the backyard where, like, the weird light shadow situation produces an X on a certain spot. So they start digging. They dig, 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 and find a little metal tin, and inside the little metal tin is a uh, voodoo doll. Mm-hmm. Again, looks just like Hank. <laughs> so Shitty hair and everything. All of it, with the gel and the shitty sleeves. Uh, they cut. We cut to Hank, who's across town at his favorite watering hole, uh, inappropriately touching the waitress. Macking on the hose. Putting it down. And uh, the Barbara Crampton pops up on the TV. She's like, the key that you seek is inside the tin with the doll in it. So they're like, okay. They pop the doll open. And, of course, Hank across town starts bleeding and spasming and throwing up blood. And Hank gets killed. They have to cut open the doll, which, of course, opens Hank wide up. And they... Uh, Find the key inside, and then they go and they put it on the little key cutout thing on the on the board, and then that opens the basement. Very cool. Kling. Oh, what does that mean, Jason Harrell? It's not a very challenging game. Not really. I no. mean, it's more of a scavenger hunt than anything, right? Yeah, but a very easy one. Yeah, I mean, there was no dice rolls. No. All you had to do was flip the card over and do what the card said. And it's. It's kind of funny because in the opening credits, I think it gave credit to the guy that designed the game. Yes. It's really to, so much that I, I started Googling to see if there, well, there maybe, maybe there's an game? actual game. Okay. There's not. Damn it. No. I, that I would have paid it, for. I couldn't find one. I'm sure there is. And it didn't really seem to be very fleshed out in the movie. No, it's really. So I don't think this guy should get much credit. <laughs> not really. I mean, all he did was draw up a board. <laughs> a board with put, a couple of keys on it. Skull f- pieces that you move around whatever man game sucks uh on the other hand if there's a game in which barbara crampton tells me what to do in a very ghoulish uh overly eyeshadowed kind of a Mm -hmm. way i'll probably give you a couple bucks for that okay oh the (laughs) wife isn't home you ready for this barbara (laughs) put on your nipple clamps zip she's bossy today uh so that's kind of dumb um the next card they flip over is called the nobleman Mm -hmm. i think or something like that and again as soon as they flip the card over you can tell it's it's derek the cop and he's got a shotgun okay we kind of like derek the cop yeah he wasn't bad at all No, maybe we should not play this card or whatever whatever they decide to do it anyway because they think that somehow this board game is going to lead them to their dad I get you. I'm with you on that. Uh, so once they put the, the key down on the board, it unlocks the basement. Uh, they then go down to the basement where there is a gate, a mysterious gate in the basement, and it's all foggy and shit. <laughs> what the hell is that? I don't know. But then this little, it kind of looked like a hand grenade to me. This little, like, 
It was like a statue of a head. Oh, yeah. But it had the key in it. Yeah. So then they go back up and they're like, hey, Barbara, what do we do with this? And she's like, <laughs> that holds the, the – you have to open the mind of the nobleman. The choice of life or death will be yours. You mean and, I have to pull the key out of this little head? Yes. Oh, okay. That's, that's what it boils down to. But then out of nowhere, Derek shows up at the house with a shotgun. Yeah, very hostile. And just starts shooting things. Shooting empty boxes left uh, and right. I don't think he was actually looking to hurt anybody. If he was, he's a terrible police officer. Because he wasn't hitting nobody. What was he so angry about? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He was uh, a lot of yelling. Was, was he like, supposed to be mad at somebody? I think so, because he was like, hey, come on out here. I want to talk to you. Boom, boom. But at the same time, he had no reason to be mad. Right. I don't know what his deal was, other than he Maybe was a- he got a no rewind fee on that <sighs> tape that he borrowed. Fuck, man. See? Fucking no rewind late fees. <laughs> I wonder how much I still owe Reno Video. <laughs> If they were still around. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, he's shooting the place up. I'm making a long story short here, but they duck out into the backyard. They've got the weird little head statue hand grenade thing on them. They take the key out, and Derek's head explodes. And as soon as his body hits the ground, it just kind of vaporizes. Yeah, it vanishes. All right, perfect. Whatever, man. I I guess you're not going to get arrested now. Well, there's nobody there to arrest you. You just vaporize the only cop in right. town. So there's <laughs> that's that. true. <laughs> no charge, no foul. Uh, and then that's kind of from there. We get more with, of the same stuff, and we got to go talk to Barbara again. Uh, more with the dream sequences. Uh, at one point, they do get a, our our Norwegian death metal ghoul pops up and actually does assault them in the night. Um, they bash its face in with a baseball bat. Uh, now at one point, what, who was it? Somebody showed up and got, they stabbed the piss out of him. Oh, maybe it was the Norwegian black metal guy. Was it? I think so. They stab, they stab him up pretty good. And the whole time I'm thinking, well, we're just going to take a page out of the apple cart book and at the end say, <laughs> oh, they just stabbed, uh, Margot instead, but it wasn't. But then the Norwegian death metal guy just vaporizes again. Yep. So there's really no point to that guy at all. No. Other than to show up, you know, kick kick these two guys around a little bit. I'm also very surprised that Barbara Crampton also doesn't care that the game started with all three of them playing. Correct. But she gives zero fucks that the girl just opts out. No, you can do that. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> you can just be like, no, I'm, I'm Like there's three pieces on the board. Right. But one of them can just... Not yeah. play. No, she's like, I'm going to bed. I don't want to yeah. do this. <laughs> All right, well, that's dumb. <laughs> Again, the, the guy who designed the game in the credits I mean, didn't put a lot of thought into the game. The The video was cool. Barbara Crampton walking around a cemetery. Okay, the director did that. Yeah, I know. Uh, the board game itself could use some more. Anyway, <laughs> uh, at one point, the guys were like, you know what, dude? We got to find out where dad got this. So they start poking around, and they find a receipt to a little curio shop. They go to the curio shop. Wouldn't you know, it's owned and operated by Zachary, the ghost host. Good evening, gentlemen. Mm. If you've started playing the game, you will soon come to an untimely demise. <laughs> if the counter jockey of a, of a <laughs> Warhammer store wore like a suit, that would have been that guy. Totally, except... Counter jockeys at the Warhammer store don't have that level of personal hygiene. I can tell you right now. <laughs> That's true. There is a aroma that hits you in the face yeah. as you walk in to the 
uh, Warhammer store. Hot pockets and body sweat. Just a fucking guy that has beat off a lot. <laughs> it reeks of depression and loneliness in here, uh, Bruce, whatever your name is. Uh, anyway, he's basically like Zachary for the. Or he, he could have been the host of any late night horror show. This yeah. guy, he pops out and he's like, "Oh, you've played the game, have you?" And they're like, "Yeah." Uh, any idea where it came from? And he's like, no, it keeps coming back here again and again. <laughs> so terrible. It's, it's really. See, this is why. It's I, like Zombo's less talented stepson. Somewhat ambiguous disappointment of a stepson. <laughs> uh, I feel like uh, this was an attempt at humor in some half-ass way. I don't. You don't think so? You don't no. Think this like a I just think it was something? laughable. It was. I don't know if it was intentional. I don't think it's intentional. I, I wish it was. I think this, this guy supposed to be cre- genuinely creepy and like spingooly you know yeah exactly but i don't know man it very uh lurch the butler i guess but like in a weird kind of 70s way i don't know uh he comes out he's like oh you have to finish once you've started the game you must finish it and then the <laughs> game will be returned to me and i'll sell it to the next loser uh while they're having this conversation john steals like a weird ceremonial dagger that just happened to be behind the counter and they take off and he's like hey i got this knife fine check that out so they take off they've got the ceremonial dagger back to the house more playing of the game uh was there any reason for stealing the dagger yeah no could have used a kitchen knife could have okay i mean there was nothing tying the dagger to the board i didn't think there was it just happened to be in the case that he was leaning on when the guy turned his back okay unless i missed something did i miss something we both missed it okay. if it was. All right. All right. Just making sure. <laughs> Somewhere out there is a Beyond the Gate super fan that is pulling his hair out right now. <laughs> you dumb motherfucker. That was clearly the dagger of internal suffering. <laughs> Don't you know anything? Um, it gives you a plus 20 to Barbara Crampton slang. <laughs> there comes the D&D references. <laughs> So they get back there. They're playing the game again. Now, like Jason said, at this point, uh, Margot is just like, you know what? I don't want to play this anymore. So she just goes to bed. She's kind of freaked out. But then I think it, we're kind of jumping between dream sequences and reality. And then in a minute, we're going to go into the game. But I think Margot got possessed somehow, right? Well, she's like a sleepwalk. Sleep- she sleepwalks. Right. But... but- this time, like, her eyes got all blacked out. Oh, I don't remember, man. Okay, well, Jeez. she does sleepwalk, and uh, the next morning they wake up and Margot is missing. Now, they saw the gate down there, and they have the last key, which they all pushed out on actually using. So they go down there. Barbara Crampton is still on the TV. You'd think at this point she would at least have a magazine to read or, you know. <laughs> or at least need to be rewound. Something. Can you turn me towards the window? <laughs> I'm sick of looking at the couch. <laughs> I don't know. There's far too much ejaculate over there. Why does it smell like farts in here? <laughs> Barbara's like, you, you're maiden, because the last card was the maiden, and they're like, she's like, the maiden has stepped beyond the gate, and you must now traverse the portal to find the secrets of your father and rescue the maiden. So Gordon is like, come on, bro, we got to do this. And John's like, I don't want to do this, man. But then they, like, give each other an It's game act. over, man. Game over. It's game over. They give, like, a real hug for the first time in the movie. And then they go downstairs and use the key to open the gate. Weird gate that's suddenly in the basement. 
And then they go into the gate. And from there, we basically jump into a Joe Bagos movie because everything is pink and blue. And apparently that's what it looks like when you die. A Joe Bagos movie. I don't... I think you need like some glasses or something <laughs> like those UV glasses. Yeah. Gonna, you're going to get a brain tumor if you hang out in there too long. Uh, they get in there. It's basically the same basement. It's just pink and blue and then it's all foggy all of a sudden. And once they get in there, they immediately get uh, attacked by... What I'm going to say is the ghost of Derek and the ghost of uh, uh, Hank. And I feel like there was a couple other random individuals lurking about that attacked him also. We get a very dipshit action sequence of, uh, you know, these two brothers getting beat up pretty good. And then out of nowhere, John produces the dagger of suffering and stabs Derek in the head with it. And then out comes their father. You fucking losers. <laughs> you couldn't even run my video rental store. But then they stab uh, the father too. And he's like, oh, thanks for doing that because I didn't want to be here anymore. And then out comes Margot. Or no, actually Margot, real Margot shows up without the blacked out eyes. And she helps fight off the dad. And then they're like, we got to get out of here. And they all go running out of the gate. That's pretty much into your movie. I, it felt like we were watching a really shitty episode of Supernatural. I was going to say Goosebumps. Because, <laughs> I mean, haunted board game, man. Come on. That's, that's Goosebumps territory. Uh, I see a, a magical blend of Friday the 13th, the TV series. Oh, yeah. Um, and Supernatural with the dipshit, with, with the like brothers. lesser brothers yeah. uh, looking for their father. <laughs> This is the uh, this is the budget friendly supernatural. Yeah. They will be keeping their shirts on. Thank you very right. much. <laughs> oh, that's fun. I never thought of it like that, but you're right. And they don't actually hunt anything down. Uh, mostly, they just scream and run for their lives. And the game ends up back at the uh, the game shop with uh, Zachary. Yes, um, and some other fuckface comes. Some in. other chode comes in yeah. to basically hey, can buy I get the game. Uh, it's, it, I didn't care for this movie myself, sir. Wasn't good. It fits into that realm of, uh, bad movie, shoehorning, uh, some horror royalty in there to hopefully draw some, uh, some box office revenue. Um, I'm, and I'm also, and this just huh. kind of tells you how not great this was. Huh. I'm blending it with this other movie that I happened to watch. Okay. Please um, tell me it's about a haunted VCR game. It's not. Okay. Um, but did this did this music have some decent synth music in it? It did. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm just making sure it wasn't the other. Movie. No, it was like at the start. I mean, yeah, it was like that was it. Like yeah, and then credits. like towards the end, I think once they went through the gate with the the pink and the blue. Yeah, maybe the action sequence had like a little. Yeah, sounded pretty good. Um, but that's really about its only strength. That's all I got for you, man. Um, Barbara Crampton looked good. I mean, it's like it's not like she's sexy in it or anything. Most of the the time she's in it, it's just a close up shot of her face, yeah, and her staring back at you. Ooh, I'm pretty sure there were no AV cables on that VCR either. You know, talk about your poor continuity. I mean, come on, man. It's the least you can do. You're gonna make a nostalgia based movie about a VCR game. And not put the AV cables in? Merely had thing, a power cord. The only thing I could think of is if they went ultra old school and it was the old coax thing where you had to <laughs> screw the, the two screws in. Yeah. Remember that son oh, of a bitch? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I only, because I, this is how old I am, 
in my bedroom at my house, I had the Sega Genesis mm-hmm. and the VCR. Yep. And if I wanted to switch between the two, I had to break out the Phillips head, <laughs> take that <laughs> thing out, put the other one in, screw it back in, and then I was good to go. Nice. You know how hard to do that is when you were trying to beat off? <laughs> and you finally got your buddy to let you borrow the one porno tape that you had. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> All right, man. That's beyond why do my the games. Vi- why do my videotapes keep coming back all gummed up? I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure you gave it to me like that. <laughs> uh, that's beyond the gates. It's not very good. It felt very um, uh, made for TV, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, Brie Grant was sexy in it. I thought she doesn't get naked. There is no naked in this movie. Nope. Um, there's not a whole lot of gore or violence. I wouldn't say it's scary. He had a decent head explosion. And then the yeah, um, and then uh, hair gel, you know him. When he gets open, him kind of erupting. Yeah, it was okay. That's all right. If you are in the mood, I, I can't even say that this hits like a nostalgia note to me, because the movie rental place looks nothing like any movie rental yeah. place I've ever seen in my life. No, nope. so I can't even give it points for that. Yeah, and it's it painfully acted. Uh, yeah, the pacing is really bad. Yeah. Just kind of, it feels like, uh, the editing was like three to five seconds late on every point where they meant to cut the film. I could see that. It just, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, cut now, <laughs> please stop. Just stare at each other. Yeah. For stare longingly. Seconds. I don't know. <laughs> I get it, man. Not it's- great. I really, I was really hoping though. I was really hoping it would be, it would be better because, I mean, it's got so many of the things that I'm into. Sure, um, I think I think that was it. One, just didn't work, man. One of their biggest flaws is how far removed from an actual VHS rental place that that place was. If it, if it had the old wireframe racks and had some actual movie posters on the wall, now if they wanted bonus points. They could have added the saloon doors to get into the porno section. <laughs> yeah. Those were the great. The beaded curtain. That's right. You're walking in there like an outlaw with a boner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, I'm going to say skip it. Jason agrees, I believe. I do. Let's do some other stuff, shall we? Let's. Everybody down the floor.
like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, Mr. Harold. I feel like I should have dropped some molly to that song. You like that? Yeah. Put a little dance to it. Get some. Get you some glow sticks. I like it. Hey. You need some pigtails is what you need. That's just what I need. (laughs) I don't know. Well, this concludes Barbara Crampton Month. Would you say, I mean, she's obviously horror royalty, right? And from what I understand, she's also soap opera royalty. Because she had like a good 12-year stint on one of those fucking shows. I don't know which one. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Days of Our doctor lives was that before or, she kind of was that before she left hollywood altogether or kinda, yes okay yes i don't know it may not so, so way back when oh yeah okay big time uh and then she just kind of vanished from the scene and then she popped back up in your next mm-hmm. and since then she's done some pretty good work yeah unfortunately it's that weird kane hotter tony todd complex i don't know why we can't get that. they're not bad actors tony todd's a great actor you know uh kane hotter very intimidating. <laughs> Robert England, he does good work. He does good voiceover work. Yeah. I don't know why we can't put these guys in some decent movies. You know? Why not? I don't know. What do we get You instead? should write a strongly worded letter to somebody. Uh, to somebody. To whom it may concern. Clearly they are okay just Cash calling it in and getting a check and... 
I mean, at this point, you're, they're probably not worried about their quote-unquote careers. Right. Robert England is hammering Nightmare on Elm Street paychecks. Oh, for sure. I'm sure Tony Todd is, too. Yeah. He was in the new Candyman, so there's that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, fucking Kane Hodder gets billed as whatever slasher du jour wearing a mask in mm-hmm. every goddamn movie. It's great. I love it. He gets, you know, he he plays that type well. I wonder how lucrative these uh, autograph tables are at these are these cons. Kidding me? It's cash. Number one. Number two. Thirty five bucks a piece. Yeah. The fucking doofuses are lined up around the block. I'm one of them, by the way. <laughs> I was there. I almost, you're, you're one of the doofy. The doofy. Tony Todd. I almost got into a fist fight with a couple of dudes at the Tony Todd table. That's how I was. My nerd rage was boiling. <laughs> I've told that story before. I'm not going to bore, bore you with it again. But uh, right on, man. You ready to get into this week's meat hook? I am. Let's do it. Three on a meat hook. This week's meat hook. Movies based on or involving in some way or another <laughs> board games and or video games. Hit it, Jason. Number three. Yeah, when you when you told me the uh, the meat hook, I didn't I didn't understand which route you were wanting us to go. Okay. So I have a mixture of movies that are based upon a game and then movies that involve, involve a, game. a game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so number three, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. Oh, very cool. That was my number two. Oh, nice. Yeah, I love that one. Spoiler alert. There you have it. Uh, I really, I, I refuse to put a Mia Jovovich Resident Evil on any meat hook ever. There was a time where the first, there was a there, time. I mean, possibly. Where the first Resident Evil would have absolutely made that list for me. Sure. But man, did that wear, it just wore off. It's, uh. There is so many gaping plot holes, and I'm not like some kind of a Resident Evil purist, mm-hmm. where I need my video game, where it's, I need it to like point on point match. Yeah, the video I don't give game. a shit. It's fine, but the effects don't really hold up. No, uh, they used to like there was there were some great oh, sequences edge. back yeah, then, two thousand one. But uh, yeah, it just doesn't hold up. I agree. Your number three, my number three. I'm gonna get some shit for this. Because I fucking told you, I think last week, how stupid it was. <laughs> but I'm going to go with uh, the UA Bowl classic. Oh, boy. Blood Rain. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring Michael Madsen as really? a medieval knight. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez as some kind of a princessly maiden. Hispanic with a scowl, which makes perfect sense. Uh, what I will tell it's a terrible movie. I'll be honest with you. It's, Yet it made your three. Here's why. Christina Loken as okay. Rain mm-hmm. had a very hot sex scene. You may remember Christina Loken as the Terminator in Terminator 3. Mm-hmm. Banging sex scene in this movie. I think it was like 14 minutes long. And <laughs> Uwe Boll covered her from every possible angle. Got every bead of sweat off of that nipple that he could. It was just, and that alone... Makes it number three. I couldn't come up with anything else. Man, I'm sorry. <laughs> Movies based on video games generally suck a bag of dicks. 
All right. Well, there we go. There you go. <laughs> How about number two? I've never seen it. Uh, I did play the video game uh, years and years ago. And that's the other thing is that Blood Rain is, I think to this day, the only video game character to ever get a Playboy pictorial. Oh, wow. I know that because the fat kid at Electronics Boutique (laughs) pulled me aside when I bought it. I never worked at Electronics Boutique. I think you did, actually. (laughs) Hey, you're going to buy Blood Rain? Come here. Let me show you something. Come here. (laughs) <laughs> all right there buster <laughs> let go of my arm <laughs> uh how about number two Jeff? number two a uh, movie involving a game not based upon a game murder party i love this movie i think it's a very fun movie what game was involved in murder party I've all I've often wondered if you and I are talking about two completely different movies. I, Every I, time I mention Murder Party, I have to wonder myself. Uh, it's like this little this little game. Like everybody sits around it, and then like uh, a droplet of blood from your finger goes into it, and this little thing's like, <laughs> and, and like. <laughs> and people just start like the friends just start getting one by one getting picked off. Huh. I don't think you and that's I, not the that's why party. I told you specifically 2007. I think that's about the same time the other murder party I'm came not out. sure. Uh, the murder party that I'm talking about mm-hmm. was directed by the same guy that did Blue Ruin and Green Room. Okay. Jeremy something or other. Uh, it involves like a group of uh, half-wit artists that are all competing for this grant some kind of a like artsy this is nothing like what i'm talking about this is a bunch of idiots who are at a like a house and yeah and they find this game and the game has actually got like a cool cool little fun design to it and it it has great comedic moments so does mine uh it's got some it's got hella blood i mean it's it's just a fun fun movie okay so is mine mine has a, a guy trying to kill people with an electric chainsaw so okay. he's chasing him, and then he runs out of cords, so he's got to go back and unplug it and find a new place to plug it in, and then he chases him again. Does he have, like, a bag on his head? He has, like, a werewolf costume <laughs> that caught on fire and has melted to his face. Oh. Kind of a thing. Huh. It's got one of the one of the guys is dressed up as a baseball fury from the Warriors. Okay. Um, Macon Blair in it. Um, this is the cover right here of... Of mine. That's the cover of mine, you jackass. Dude, I don't remember any of the part you're talking there about. There is no board game in that movie. Well, then I'm clearly thinking about the wrong damn title. <laughs> One of us is fucked up here, <laughs> Jason. I've got it right there on that shelf. I'll have to. Maybe it had an alternate title. It could have. I uh, don't know. But that's that's my murder part. Okay. I'm telling you right now. Well, I will do my best to find out what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> If you would like to borrow my murder party, you're welcome. No, I've to definitely seen this that you're talking about. Yeah. Um but I just assumed that was the, the title of it. There's one movie. It's got Danielle Harris in it and they find a board game. Okay. It's got uh that Duval guy, Robert Duval, not Robert Duval. Um, the old guy? No, the fucking guy from May. Oh, fuck, Remember dude. the punk rocker guy? Do you have any ice for my nips? <laughs> no. You don't remember that? No, I didn't it's like that. It's got him in it. Uh, it's got Daniel Harris. It's uh, They find a board game. They go to a cabin in the woods, and there's a board game, and they start playing it, and uh, a bunch of fucking people. They get killed, of course. 
<laughs> of course, they end up getting cut. That's what it all boils down to. I'll I'll do my due diligence right. and try to find out the proper title for this. Maybe okay. it was maybe it was an alternate title. Was it? Did you remember for that? I don't Daniel remember Harrison? Daniel Harrison. All right. No, these uh, were a bunch of like younger no names. Okay, I'm interested. Whatever yours is, it's well. Whatever it is, whatever it is, is very fun. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> we nail that son of a gun down. Uh, my number two was also uh, Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Mm-hmm. Uh, very true to the video game. Had some great comedic moments also, whether they were intentional or not. Um, the, the zombies was pretty spot on. They really nailed that like uh, 90s, early 2000s kind of time period. Palm pilots. Yeah. That kind of a thing, <laughs> yeah. Um, and like the, you could tell that whoever was in charge of set design actually gave a shit about the source material. It wasn't like spot on, like every little detailed nuance or anything like that. But, you know, you see the statues. Oh, if you played the game, you know there's a gem behind the statue. It leads you to a key to unlock the whatever. And, uh, you know, you had the characters. The characters didn't look exactly the same. But there was enough in there for any uh, Resident Evil doofus to at least be like, oh, yeah, uh, there's that, you know. Hands down, it's the closest thing to a proper adaptation for Resident Evil that we've gotten. And I would say the closest thing to a horror movie involving Resident yeah, Evil. Yeah, I would definitely got. agree with that, too. I mean, if you're looking for slow motion kickflips and fast and furious motorcycles. And shotgun blasts of quarters. Quarters coming at your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. How about number one, Jay? Uh, without a doubt, this is the name of the movie. Okay. Silent Hill. Oh, that's my number one, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. I really, really like Silent Hill. I have yet to play a Silent Hill video game. I played it back in the day. Did you? Didn't play it to completion, but uh, I really enjoy the movie. Me too. Um, it's gorgeous. It is. It really captures like the essence. Yeah. Uh, of of all of that, the freaking nurses. I mean, it just all of that ash. It's gorgeous. What I, I li- love it. What I like the most about it is that you can walk into the to the first Silent Hill movie. And be in a horror movie, mm-hmm. regardless of what what you know about Silent Hill or the video game or the franchise or the characters or who came from where or any of that shit. You're in a horror movie, and from the time they hit that uh, that little uh, turnpike or whatever it is, and then they crash and then they wake up and it's snowing ash. From that point on, you're in danger. Yeah, the nurses, scary as shit. Those armless guys that ho- uh, hobble around. Yeah, the burned up babies. That's fucking nightmare fuel. Oh boy. <laughs> That, we haven't even gotten to Pyramid Head. No. Oh, gosh. And, so great just to see him come on screen. Oh, yeah. But when he degloves the chick and throws the skin <laughs> at the church door, yeah. he's angry. He is angry with you people. Very hostile man. One of the worst movie deaths I've seen in a long time. When Lori Holden gets spit-roasted. Mm, I don't recall. The police officer. Yeah. They, when they, when they pop her in, over the fire and just let her slow cook. You got a problem with that? It was, I mean, watching her scream and suffer as her skin is boiling and popping. <laughs> oh, okay. I like, thought you meant fuck. like it was one of the worst. Oh, said. no. It's like one of the most. Oh, like, okay. Horrific. Hard, yeah. Gotcha. Hardest to watch, I'd say. Uh, yeah, that's my meat hook right there. Great movie. Silent Hill, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City, and Blood Rain. I actually like the sequel, too. A lot of people shit on it, but I, it really is just the visuals that get me through it, though. Okay. I'm not. I'm not as mad at the sequel as um, the the Silent Hill completionists are. Uh, I watched it in 3D in the mm-hmm. theater, 
and then I watched it not in 3D in my living room. Yeah. You really lose a lot when you lose the 3D aspect. <laughs> I don't know. It's that that style of direction, I guess. When you're when you're making a movie specifically for 3D and then it's not in 3D anymore. It's kind of weird. I guess I was just happy to get more uh of those visuals. And watching Pinhead or uh, Pyramid Head fight that other thing at the end, that was pretty dope. I love a monster on monster battle. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things. Pyramid Head's just awesome. He's such a, I got to get on like a Pyramid Head workout. The abs <laughs> on that dude. I know yeah. he's gross and he's got a bunch of, and he's wearing like a skin skirt thing. But just like from the, the, the chest down, man. And just imagine the neck muscle oh, that it takes to hold that to head up. Move that thing around? Fuck. It's got to have like a tree trunk under there. <laughs> All right, inmates, we would love to know what your top three video game or board game adaptations are or movies that somehow involve. Yeah, try to get the title right. Uh, yeah, we'll try to figure out what that one was. <laughs> was Frankie Munez in that movie? Uh, I don't think so. I remember. There There's was... like a car that has like a, it's like a pizza delivery car. Okay. Or a big smiley face or something on it. Huh. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to do some Googling. There's a, a video game horror movie with Frankie Muniz in it. I think it's called... Oh, is it that one like internet-based? Uh, I think there was like an internet... Like, ain't that fear.com? Kind of like that, but not as involved. Okay. Um, I don't. I think it was called Don't Die or some shit like that. Yeah. Really, pretty much just... But ush- not good. Ushered out Frankie Muniz from his career, I think. <laughs> <laughs> if he ever had one, I don't know. All right, inmates, uh, we would love to know what your top three game-based movies are. Uh, the Mental Health Hotline is area code 775-387-0275. Get us on the email if you prefer not to hear your lovely voice on the show here. ThePaddedRoom2011 at Hotmail.com is how you do that. But now, my friends, we have to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? I should have asked before I ushered us along. Did Sarah have a, a meat hook on the topic? No. Yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah. Especially if you're not a gamer type of dude. Yeah. Chick. She definitely likes Silent Hill. That's a good one. Um, yeah, I think that was about it. I get that. Uh, let's see here, Jason. I only got to watch one movie this week, and it is Dress to Kill from 1980. What the fuck is wrong with Brian De Palma? Is he just a horny guy? I mean, clearly he's a horny guy. <laughs> he is a what is his fascination? Guy. I think he's a cuck. Is what it is. Well, I don't want to go putting that dude. I mean, if I'm even a horny guy, I don't want to go. Um, you know, dressing another man up in drag. No, but like every movie he does involves a, a, a cheating wife and a horny one at that, mm-hmm. who is down to get down. Yeah, and that's how this one starts. We get like the first half hour is just this weird sex cat and mouse game with Angie Dickinson and some rando. Mm-hmm. And then they end up getting down in the back of a cab and then end up at his place. And then she gets uh, slashed up by a, a drag queen. What'd you think? I I, I can I don't understand Brian De Palma, dude. It's a hugely popular movie. How? Well, I mean, I've never watched it. I imagine. I have no desire to watch it. Okay. Well, the only reason I watched it is because it showed up on that In Search of Darkness list that I made. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't get it. It's uh, I get it. I mean, I don't get it. I well, maybe I maybe I haven't thought about it enough yet. But it's got uh, this. We- it's like a Red Shoe Diary, um, <laughs> an early '80s Red Shoe. Di- you you want to beat off to it, but he's trying to you know thrill you at the same time. It had Nancy Allen in it, and she spent a lot of time in a bra and panties. Yeah, uh, she is sex. She was sexy, so. I don't know. I don't know if she was as sexy when she got to RoboCop. Well, they butched her up quite a bit. They did, and uh, Poltergeist Three. She was she was pretty rugged. Um, I don't know, man. I just don't. What was that other one we did? Um, Raising Kane. Lolita Davidovich cheats on her husband in the bushes next to a playground in broad daylight. She gets fucked by her ex boyfriend. Is that the, the John Lithgow movie? Yes. Okay. As her kids are playing in the playground, her and her ex-boyfriend go in the bushes and get down. Now, I'm all for a, uh, you know, a cheating wife and a, a bit of a, uh, a strumpet, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, other than like a truck stop prostitute, I don't think anybody's willing to risk the, uh, the felony of getting caught next with your pants down next to a playground you don't think i don't think so i don't care how hot your ex-boyfriend is i could be wrong but brian de palma insists on going there uh dress to kill body double raising cane i'm sure there's a host of other ones that i'm forgetting if you had the fame notoriety and the ability to make movies don't you think your primary focus would be on getting people naked well, yeah, I'd make pornos. Okay, see, you know? there you go. <laughs> and they wouldn't involve children playing at a playground. <laughs> I don't want to be arrested. <laughs> all right, man, well, that's all I got for the week. What do you got, big guy? Uh, just one, the Collingswood story. Does that have anything to do with uh, Dark Shadows? No, I heard, uh, a guy threw it in like his top ten, what he called desktop um, okay. horror movies, like kind of like Unfriended, like oh, sure. movies that kind of take – Place on a computer. place on a computer screen. Sure, uh, but it's set at like the early two thousands. Uh-huh. Um, maybe even no, it's got to be like early two thousand. So it's very AOL. Oh, great! Um, but with remarkably clear and stutter free well, video quality. Of uh, it's not really good. I could see why it was at the top. You know, like the number ten on this yeah. top ten. Okay, um, but it was. I mean, it was worth watching, especially for the nostalgia. Um, of just like old tech dial, I'm yeah, hearing, hearing the, yeah, all that good stuff. God, uh, the story was a little lacking. Pacing was horrible. Um, <laughs> the technology made no sense. Okay, being a total tech nerd, yeah, that shit did not work that way. <laughs> I guarantee you. I did that. appreciate the girl like bringing out a hundred foot telephone cord so she could like <laughs> go up into the attic with her. Computer still connected. Nice. nice. Yeah. That is probably my favorite part of the original Creep Show. When Leslie Nielsen is running the AV setup and he's got the <laughs> giant spool of coax cable trailing behind the right. so yeah. he can get it out to the beach. <laughs> that was good stuff. Right on. Uh, there you have it, inmates. That's what we're looking at. How about some immersion therapy, my friend? Immersion Therapy.
You didn't like Messiah of Evil. I can tell you right now you didn't like <laughs> I didn't. Uh, let me real quick tell you the proper name of the movie that I was trying to think of. Oh, you found it. Game of Death. Game of Death. And it's 2017. Okay. Uh, very fun movie. Is there any similarity to Murder Party at all? Probably not. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I get it. Uh, but no, I, I did not care for this movie at all. Why not? Um, Oh, man, it's so damn slow. You love a slow burn. I like a slow burn that's good. What's wrong with this one? It wasn't good. You're wrong. <laughs> you really thought this was good? I love this movie. Really? Yeah. it's the, the It has a, I mean, it's got a relatively high uh, IMDb rating. Oh, yeah. Six point something. Everybody loves, well, except for you, everybody loves it. Uh, it takes forever to get anywhere. But the sequences, some of my favorite sequences of all time just that opening when she's coming down the hospital hallway and she's backlit and no one will hear you scream uh that the supermarket sequence i loved the movie theater sequence i loved she's sitting there how many times have you i been? like the movie theater sequence she's just minding her business watching the screen she has no idea what's going right. on behind her no and, and i really just, like that and what but, I, but it t- that was like at the one hour mark it, t- it takes a while to get there but, like, the sense of foreboding in that movie, like, even when, uh, I forget her name, but she's alone in that beach house, mm-hmm. and all those murals on the walls are staring back at her. It's a weird, I mean, that beach house is bananas to begin with, like that weird swinging chain bed thing. And then here comes this other weird trust fund kid with his harem of horrors that he travels with. The main male character? Yeah. I hated that guy. <laughs> I mean, was it, was it I don't know if it was the, you know, the bravado or the the, face? or my jealousy. I don't know what it was. <laughs> um, but like the whole town, man, uh, like the, Af- the African-American albino that is eating mice as he yeah. finds them. Very crunchy mice. Oh, yeah. On top of that. But uh, it's very Lovecrafty. It's a very culty kind of blood moony thing going on. Uh, and what, what I really found the most disturbing about that movie and the kind of thing that resonated with me like all the i guess cultists for lack of a better term they're all like these very uh sweet looking senior citizens until they catch you alone in the meat aisle at the uh grocery store in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. then it goes down so i loved it man it's one of my favorites was it just the pacing of it that you didn't like no i think it's also a bit stupid um (laughs) because okay so the the premise of this whole thing is there was this dark character and he uh like murdered one dude and then disappeared for a hundred fucking years i mean yeah there's more to it than that but yeah so then uh, this is the hundred year mark right shit starts going down again right you go after this one village and then the chick like they so the chick lives and then she goes to like the the nut house Mm mm-hmm She's trying to convince people that, you know, the, the things that's coming. coming your way. Right. Like, one, why would he just vanish again, like, for another hundred years? Like, this thing seems to be able to spread quite easily. So, how long is it going to take for that, for you to walk to the next city? Well, I think the point was that, and this may have not been explained very well, but that the village was going through some hard times. This dark stranger, as they called it, just came walking out of the ocean. 
they made a sacrifice to him. He went back in the ocean, mm-hmm. and everything became rosy bright after that for 100 years. Okay. 100 years goes by. Things start going to shit again. He comes up again, and this time they're starting to – got to figure out who they're going to sacrifice. Um, I'm not sure what happened with her dad. He just showed up and put a bunch of paint on his face. Yeah. I've never understood that part. <laughs> that myself. was a bit silly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. That didn't make a whole lot of sense. But I think what the, what she the thing that she was getting at is that this cult is spreading. It's growing, and that's where it's seeping into the cities. And that pretty soon there's going to need to be more sacrifices, and that's when they're going to come for you, and no one will hear you scream. But it seems like it was spread so easily. You would think. I mean, I don't know. I think she was under the impression that the cult was going to spread. Like, and they didn't really make a sacrifice. I mean, they really. basically married her off to it. Well, yeah, and I thought maybe her dad was the sacrifice. but I just thought he was another victim. Yeah. Maybe the, the, the hookers and the bridge kid were the sacrifices. And then her and the guy that she stabbed, like, trying to swim out yeah, into the sure. water. Yeah. Very poor effort. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're not Olympians, Jason. Jesus. Sorry Michael Phelps wasn't available. Uh, It just didn't do it for me. Fair enough. One of my favorites. Uh, Your immersion therapy for this week is going to be The Old Dark House from 1932. This one's directed by James Whale, stars Melvin Douglas and Boris Karloff. This is another one of my favorites. Yes. You can find this bad guy streaming on Tubi. Check that shit out, inmates. We will do the same and compare notes next week. But now, you must educate me. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. I am a dead body that has been laying in the woods for a while. Uh, Teenage kid, dead body. Uh, Luckily, somebody eventually found me, and then my ghost uh, started haunting that guy. And me and that guy, we're, we're having a dandy of a time. We're hanging out on abandoned buildings, and uh, I'm dead. He's alive. But I finally have a friend, and uh, he's a pretty cool dude. Unfortunately, his fucking girlfriend is coming between us, and I think she's been reading some occult books on how to banish me. I got to get the other ghost in town involved, the crazy old lady from the outskirts. She's going to sort this bitch out. I am, of course, inmates, Jamie Marks is dead. From earlier, well, uh, two, 2022. You seen that one, Jace? No. Uh, a little on the depressing side. <laughs> you know? I mean, ghosts are great. I love them. And, uh, you know, teenage angsty ghosts, those are even scarier. But yeah. when they're just lonely sobs, it's like, oh, <laughs> well, I'm sorry your life sucked, but I can't be hanging with you. Uh, who might I be this week, you ask? We well, do ask. I am a um, explorer. That has just returned to pre-revolutionary France, Jason Harrell. Okay. And I have been asked by the king to investigate a string of mysterious deaths around a small village involving a great beast of some sort. Uh, good thing I brought my Native American companion with me. He knows Kung Fu and can really fuck some people up. <laughs> How does that make sense? I don't know. <laughs> There's also a prostitute that has been sent by the Vatican to keep eyes on things. And... Uh, 
in about three and a half hours from now, we'll get to the bottom of this. Okay. Who might I be, you ask? Tune in next week, and I will drop some knowledge on you, my friend. Uh, in the meantime, I think that's about it for us inmates. Thank you very much for joining us for Barbara Crampton Month here in the padded room. Uh, I was hoping, Jason, to find some more gems in the rough involving Barbara Crampton. Yeah, we didn't. I think Superhost is about as good as we got. Yeah, and that's... Month. I mean, that one is probably the least amount that she was in any of these movies. Yeah, uh, unfortunately. Except for this stupid board game movie. And her face was it, It's it. just her face. Yeah, staring at you. <laughs> um, I think probably, what do you got? You got Chopping Mall, Reanimator, uh, From Beyond. She got naked in all of those, which is always a plus. Uh, that was about the t- Oh, um, Castle Freak. Which she was a uh, executive producer on the recent remake of Castle Freak, directed by a guy named Tate Steinsteich. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bog you down with this shit. It's a mouthful. It's a whole ass thing. I'll uh, regale you later. Uh, join us next month, inmates, for Darian's Catch Up Month, <laughs> in which uh, Jason here is gonna make me catch up on all the movies that he's been begging me to watch that I probably should have yet for whatever reason. And it's not even necessarily that these are the greatest things that happen. It's just that I don't understand why when, when there is a modern horror movie that comes out, you're no. like, no, I no. think I'll watch, you know. Sigh of Evil again. Right. <laughs> for the umpteenth time. Exactly right. That's why I'm trying not to do any rewatches this, this year, Jason. See that? Uh, so join us next next week for uh, A Quiet Place 2. And I would like to point out that you said, I think before I watch A Quiet Place 2, I'm going to rewatch watch, A Quiet Place 1. Which is going against my thing. <laughs> but I, it's been a long time. I need to brush up on A Quiet Place, obviously. Um, join us next week for that, starting Darian's Catch-Up Month. In the meantime, inmates, for oh, uh, like, comment, subscribe, wherever you found the show. That helps our visibility quite a bit. We have a Patreon campaign running. If anybody's interested, support.paddedroompodcast.com is where you go to find that stuff. Uh, other than that, I think that's about it. Jay? I believe so. For Jason Harrell, Buddy in Absentia, Weird Seafaring Cults, and Dads Who Put Pain on Their Face for No Apparent Reason, uh, Bad Trips to the Movies, Barbara Crampton, Super hosts, Airbnbs with too many cameras, and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye!